<laughs> what's up? What's poppin'? What's good? You're tuned into the very first episode of Geraldo's Edge Game. And let me know if this fucking sucks right away. And I'll just I'll just come on my own time. But uh this is the podcast where I jerk off and try to talk about current events. Uh, but use my penis as a crutch for not really being that insightful uh, and not really that funny about any of it. <laughs> I see one person tuned in, and I, that's what I expected because it seems that most of my fan base, according to X videos, is Filipino. And I found out that it's about 4 a.m. in the Philippines, and I would not expect someone to take time out of other day to watch a stranger jerk off and talk about really nonsense uh but i figured you know they'll appreciate the jerk off eventually <laughs> um and i am half filipino and that seems to be the only thing that appeals to them uh, they don't really care about what else is going on in my life or what else my videos talk about they just like that filipinos are being represented in porn and that's great that's all it takes to be famous in the Philippines is uh, to be American. <laughs> and the other side, in case anyone was wondering or have been asking about, is that I am also half Italian. Um, and so none of those are really, ter really um, typical for either side of me. I, I am a scumbag, though, which is pretty typical for Italians. I am a, a dirty meatball, a dirty wop. And on the Filipino side, I am a fob. Uh, if you're not familiar, Bob is fresh off the boat. And I didn't know that uh, there was other fobs until like sixth grade when uh, there were some girls in my class <laughs> wearing fob hats, which turned out to be Fallout Boy. But until then, I thought it was just an insult for Filipinos and I guess other people who immigrated. Uh, okay, so I don't know what direction I want to go with this. I was just kind of hoping to ramble. Uh, but I'm just going to end up talking about myself for like an hour until I come. And I guess that's pretty easy because I'm a, I guess I'm a narcissist uh, as evidenced by my porn career. Really, I'm just at this point jerking off to myself, uh, which is all it's ever been. Y'all don't really give me much to, to work with. <laughs> um. But also, aside from my porn career, I have been working as a nurse, which is what you'd expect from a, a Filipino as well. And I don't know how to capture the nurse market, the nurse demographic. But uh, try not to do the nurse role play at the moment. I'm not trying to do nurse TikToks uh, with my penis out, but I'm considering it in the future. I just want to mention right now, I am trying to get hard, and I'm not going to reveal my peen until it is, but uh, I guess it doesn't matter, because this is going, I guess, on my OnlyFans, this is going to be a, an exclusive video for OnlyFans, and then also people who tune in as some kind of incentive to, like, spend your Sunday afternoon, evening, like, watching me do this, um, and then just the audio will go... I guess on X videos or uh, MySpace or SoundCloud. We'll see. <laughs>
so I'm anti-vax now because I've been vaccinating people for the past two weeks, and now I've been vaccinating children. I hope uh, I can go ahead and just talk about children while I jerk off. It's not about the children. It's just that I'm vaccinating them. And it's a major boner kill. Uh, perhaps it's not, it's fresh in my mind, so not a good time to, to talk about it, but uh, I'm getting very annoyed with the idea of uh, jabbing a bunch of children right now. And I also work as a school nurse sometimes. And so you're dealing with just a lot of parents who like, I don't know, you're just having the same conversation over and over again about like, what's right for the kids, how long to keep kids in school, uh, if they've been exposed to such and such uh, COVID virus. But <laughs> I guess I don't have a conclusion for that. That's just something that perhaps is keeping me from getting hard at the moment is the idea of having to have this discussion with people. But most of my job is spent uh, telling people how to pick their nose. I just watch them like put a Q-tip in their nose and uh, tell them if they're doing a good job. And then I you know, put it in my mind for later and I jerk off to the thought of people picking their noses all day long. And that's what gets me off. And so I hope to do a, you know, COVID swabber role play video coming soon. <laughs> if anyone wants to contribute to that. Anyone wants to send me pictures and videos of them picking their noses uh, and handing me a vial of mucus. I would really, really appreciate that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do people do what do what are what are podcasts for um you want my origin story my origin story of uh, how i became geraldo i wore this shirt for this occasion just for some history is jank asmr i did not make this shirt this was a gift from an old, from a past collaborator. Uh, the girl featured in my videos, the uh, Filipina chick who used to take my cream pies. I will not dox her, but her name is Lauren. I don't think that was a secret though. I think, I'm, I, think I say it in the videos. <laughs> but uh, I think I moan Lauren pretty frequently in those videos. But anyway... Jank ASMR was my first venture into any sort of like video, creative, anything, really. I, I never really explored anything other than like making SoundCloud beats, like in college, like most people. So I did that for a while. Um, but then, you know, Pandy hit, everyone was making their, their stuff. And uh, I decided to make satirical ASMR videos. Uh, and they were pretty shitty. I don't know. I had fun, though. Um, but, you know, most of it was because the first one that inspired me was uh, it was like a one hour video of just male moaning. And it was just a kind of a dorky, like waspy looking dude with glasses. Kind of looks like a, you're like a typical Redditor, you know, he just had like that undercut, like side part haircut. And uh, the, look, the look doesn't matter. But the point is just. 
the idea that he was succeeding by making just uh, a really like cringy, like one hour, just like, oh. And then he'd move to the other side of the mic and go, ah, 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 oh, fuck. I don't think he said fuck, but you know, it's implied. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do that. I'm going to do that times 10. I'm going to do that to the extreme. Um, and what I made instead was like role play, like clown role play. Um, Rachel Dole, like I'm your, I'm Rachel Dolezal's nurse, like POV role play. You are Rachel Dolezal, um, which, you know, was fun. And then I started making really like racist, like homophobic shit, like towards the end. Uh, and that's what got me banned from YouTube. <laughs> actually what got me banned was the i made i had my youtube up until i made the lighthouse video until i made the tight house video and what i was doing was posting the first half basically of all my pornhub videos because it was usually just a pretty it was usually pretty like pg like safe for work intro safe enough for what i thought safe enough for youtube i thought um, for the lighthouse, it was like the first like six minutes. I was like, there's no penis. Like, it's just like implied jerk off. Like there's plenty of that on YouTube, but that was the, actually the last one. That was what got me banned, uh, on YouTube. And I guess kind of what pretty much inevitably led to my Pornhub ban too, was that same exact video, but for very different reasons, seemingly, um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's the jank ASMR brand and logo that I, I guess maybe I'll revive at some point. I still, you know, re-upload a lot of those old videos now on X videos and on my other platforms, but I don't know. That's kind of what, I feel like that's what I want to focus on. That's the core of it. And then it also the punchline is just that I'm jerking off. Like I want the comedy to be the main aspect of it. And I also, you just, I just so happened to have my penis out. But when I made my Pornhub, I was like, I might as well try to like do something like just normally sexy. I was like, I'll, all right, I'll make like real porn or like I'll make real, like something that's, you know, you can actually like come to. Um, but I've kind of now taken a step back to just like, I think I just want to make something that makes me laugh and then I'm going to come at the end of it. <laughs> So that's kind of what, you know, now that I've taken a step back, I've taken a break kind of from doing like longer projects. Um, not that anyone, I don't think cares, but you know, as far as people know, I'm just, uh, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm wacky. I'm insane. Uh, and I just, I guess just anyone who like jerks off for strangers is a little bit wacky. Um, this, uh, this podcast is sponsored by champion. I've been wearing your underwear for, uh, since high school. So sponsor me. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by, by blue chew. Uh, it's the only thing that can keep my dick hard for one hour while I, while I podcast. Just kidding. It's not working that well. Um, and this podcast is sponsored by Jabari, personal lubricant. The only thing that can keep my dick wet for, well, let's see if it, if it lasts one hour. 
I'm just trying to get sponsored all, all up on me. Just whatever. Whoever would sponsor me jerking off. Hit me up. Fleshlight, hit me up. Joe Rogan Experience, hit me up. Uh, Disney, hit me up. A WWE, hit me up. Who else I got? That's it. <laughs> trying to get Terry Crews on the show. Trying to get uh, my fucking Ben Shapiro on the show. We could do a jerk off, circle jerk session. Yeah, I'm trying to get people to jerk off with me. That's the goal. I want to get people on the show. We're going to jerk off together. <sighs> um. <laughs> I was trying to think of watch porn while I'm doing this and I put porn on in the background or should I have people like send me shit while I'm doing the show or should I just have people, should I just talk to fans? Should I just sex with the fans and have that be the hour? Um, and I didn't give this enough thought or previous uh, planning to get that figured out. I figured I'd just jerk off and see who came and see if I could come. Um, I forget when I started, but we're, we're, we're moving along. <laughs> I figure if I don't do the whole hour, I'll just, uh, if I come at like 30 or 40, I'll just, I'll just stop. Um, so just keep you on your toes. But most people probably will just put this on in the background uh, while they're studying. Or perhaps they'll fall asleep to it, which I'm told is what people do with my longer videos. <laughs> uh, what? What do people want to know? Uh, I'm moving. I live in San Diego, but I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You can dox my family if you want. I am from Amish country. And I moved to San Diego because I was really depressed after long winters. And uh, I was just masturbating my life away. <laughs> and so now I moved to San Diego to masturbate in the sunshine. And it's been great. Love masturbating out here. <laughs> it's much nicer. I don't get laid as much out here. Uh, might just because of COVID times, but... You know, I think my numbers are down. Or maybe it's because I focus all my time and come on like entertaining internet people. Could be that. <sighs> um, I thought, well, sorry. <laughs> So when I first moved here, I was like on a roll. When I first moved here, I was on a good like streak because I had, um, I was really big on Tinder and like OKC when I first moved out here. And um, yeah, I got, I was getting a lot of hits. I don't know if it's just because the algorithm was hit. They just noticed I moved or something. They were giving me a boost or what, but 
I might have just been like happier at the time because I was like I had just moved and so I was like extra horny. I was extra like fun and flirty and outgoing and all that, you know. <sighs> wow, this is gonna be harder than I thought. Okay. <laughs> um Yeah, this is gonna be way harder than I thought. Cause Unless I do like a pregame, unless I like jerk off before I do the show. <sighs> yeah, unless I jerk off before this big, the big day. But I've been uh, saving up for about a week in anticipation of doing this. <laughs> Wanted to make sure I had big cummies, had big cummies for y'all. <sighs> um, What do you want? Sex stories? Can I tell you sex stories? <laughs> Stuff that I haven't talked about. I should mention, like, I have a small because I was doing cam shows or kind of get me through, get me by when I wasn't really working. But <laughs> I don't know. This is different. This is different. I'm not working for tips at the moment. This is purely for, uh, I guess, for me. <laughs> and also that fan base or that viewer base was, uh, they were definitely like older men. And so they didn't really appreciate like hearing like story. Like, I don't know. They just want to hear like sex stories. And then also like, you know, would I go gay? You know, would I would I ever fuck a man? Have I ever thought about fucking a man? And that was kind of just the same. I have to give that same spiel over and over about. I'm uh, so what I would tell people is that I'm 90 percent gay with the other 10 percent being, I guess, straight. But they never asked. I, sh I never specified the other 10 percent is uh, asexual. But um <laughs> <laughs> I'm 90% gay and 10% asexual. Uh, no, I would tell them I'm 10% gay. And that 10% is just that I can definitely like appreciate like hot guys. Like I can appreciate like when they look good. Um, and the farthest I can think of is like, you know, if we could cuddle, like that sounds nice, you know, or if we could spoon and they could like, hold me, you know, like that sounds really nice. But when it comes to like dick and ass, like dick and mouth, kissing on the lips, you know, fucking belly buttons, I, you know, it doesn't do much for me. Um, but, you know, maybe it's just the right person hasn't come along. I had my chances, I think, in college to explore that. And I didn't really, sorry, my mic etiquette's very poor. I didn't really explore that in college. I was very, uh, probably a lot of ingrained homophobia going on still where I'm like afraid to be gay if I even were gay, you know. Typical, typical, right? The tale as old as time. <sighs> um... 
the closest gay experience I've had. And I'm going to tell this story in its entirety because I feel like I'm just hopping around a lot. So uh, when I was in my junior year college, which was like 2016, I was like super, I was like super depressed, but like super horny. I was like, like desperately kind of like egregiously horny, little, you know, a little bit risky. I was willing to do anything, but not, not many risky opportunities rose or was about, came about. Um, but what I did, what I did was I had a Craigslist ad out, um, like offering like massage. Um, and this was at, this is before Craigslist like cracked down before the whole, you know, sex trafficking thing. And before people started caring about the sex trafficking that was going on. Um, so there were still like the personal ads, there were still casual encounters, you know, men for women, women for women, trans couples, whatever, whatever, whatever they were, they had a bunch of shit. Um, but I would just put an ad up on a casual encounter is something like, you know, college hunk offering a happy, like massage with happy ending or something like that. And I had pictures of me like shirtless in the gym. At that time I was like, that was probably my peak uh, fitness, my peak physique, just cause I was like depressed. So I was spending all my time like going to the gym at like two in the morning and like, I don't know. It was a long, it was a long year. Um, but anyway, so I was, I was proud of my body at that time and I just wanted to fuck. I just wanted to show it off. And, um, <laughs> there's actually a lot of stories coming about from that Craigslist ad. But the one that I was thinking of was, uh, this couple, this married couple from Pennsylvania, somewhere in PA from Hershey, uh, which is a real place where they make the chocolate. We have a Hershey Park if you've ever been to Pennsylvania or if you think about visiting PA, definitely check out the candy-themed uh, theme park. Um, anyway, this couple, very hot, very hot couple. I was surprised. Uh, most people hitting me up on, on CL were, you know, what you, you, would, might, you might expect. But this guy... Let's call him Ken because he's a Ken doll. This guy, this guy was beautiful. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say that. He was hot. He is hot. He was like 30. And his wife was like 28. And she was also hot. They were both beautiful people. You get the point. And uh, I was living with my dad at the time. So they wanted me to host. And I was like, no, I'll, I'll come to you. I'll bring my oil. We'll, we'll get this going. Uh, by the way, this is my first time like... I think meeting someone off of Craigslist this is the first one I actually went and like met because they were real and they were hot. And it was Ken who I was talking to. And he said, uh, you know, I'm not gay. I just, um, I just want you to massage my wife. And I was like, bet. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Like, that's what I'm, I guess I'm looking for. Um, but he said he wanted to, he wanted to watch. He wanted to watch me massage his wife. And so I went to their house and they had just put the uh, baby to sleep. They had a kid, they had a kid. Um, and it was really awkward because they had the fucking baby monitor like in their bedroom. Like the baby wasn't obviously in the same room, but there was a fucking baby monitor where I was like, okay, so like if the baby wakes up, I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear this. I'm going to hear this while like my dick is out or like wh whatever's happening here. Anyway, so uh, 
they're as hot as the pictures and we didn't really talk about like what this would mean, like what was going on. We just kind of like, we're like, okay, I'll massage your wife. And it was the implied happy ending, but we didn't say what that meant, you know, in terms of sex or like, and stuff or whatever, you know? So I'm really nervous at that point. I'm really nervous right now, actually, because I'm trying not to come. And, um, <laughs> so like she's laying on, uh, on the bed, at the end of the bed, and the the guy is just sitting in like in a computer chair, like by her head, like next to the bed. And I'm just massaging his wife. I give her a real massage. I genuinely like like have studied massage and like know like you know relatively like proper normal like Swedish techniques and whatever. Not the point. So I gave her a good ass massage. This is not just happy ending. Um, and then I just like I kind of just like you know massage creep after an hour i just slid my fingers and kind of like i fingered her and then i i ate her out and she came <laughs> and the whole time the guy is like holding her hand and like rubbing it like petting her head but he's not jerking off he's not like he's not doing anything he's just uh he's just really enjoying his wife like you know being pleasured which i didn't realize that's the point um or what most people are into at, when they're asking for that but um yeah and then i think they could tell that i was like a little nervous um at that point because i was like i don't we didn't really know what was going to happen next i was like are we fucking now like does the guy whip his cock out and i have to you know suck it he comes on me i don't know i don't know comes in my ass <laughs> So, and I didn't know if that was their first time doing something, but anyway, so she basically had, she had us both lie down on the bed, like parallel to each other. And she like kneeled in between us and she gave us like simultaneous hand jobs. Um, you know, like she was skiing down the mountain with poles and, um, that was great. You know, like on paper, like that sounds great. And I'm, I'm mentioning this as a gay experience because the whole time I'm like kind of watching the guy, I'm kind of watching the guy get a hand job from his own wife. And the one thing I'm like nervous about is I don't want to come before he does because then I'm just kind of watching a dude get jerked off by his wife. And I'm like, what do I just stand in the corner then? Do I like, do I just leave? Do I have to stay until he finishes or like, what if it turns into like full blown sex or like, you know, I had so many questions and, uh, you know, scenarios I was processing in my head. So I was like, okay, let me definitely make sure I hold out until this guy gets his nut <laughs> and then I can come too. And that's, it was, it felt very gay because I was getting really in tune with like his breathing and like his body movements and like, and I kept having to like sneak peeks at him. I'm just like, okay, all right. Like he's like, he's having a good time. <laughs> um, and so I was somehow I was able to sync up my, my cum with his and it was hot. I was hot. And I would say that was probably the closest thing to a, a gay experience I've had, but nothing happened after that. Um, we just kind of cleaned up and, uh, 
I went home and we said we would do it again. And uh, anytime I'm home now, when I visit home, when I go back to PA, I think about hitting them up. And one time I did, but I realized I didn't have their number. Um, so I found them on, uh, <laughs> I found them on Facebook and also LinkedIn and I, I added them. We're connected on LinkedIn now and, uh, we've gotten each other's information at this point, just in case for next time. But, uh, yeah, I have a guy's LinkedIn who I massaged and ate out his wife one time. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I would love to recreate that that video someday if anyone's interested. If anyone wants to play the role of Ken, hot Ken, and his wife, Mrs. Ken. Uh, <laughs> I do want to make more massage stuff, though. I just literally don't, like, I don't have anyone to. I have people to massage, but no one that wants to be massaged and recorded. And I, I can understand that because it kind of ruins the relaxing experience maybe of the massage if you know you're being like watched. <laughs> All right. What do you guys want? Sorry. I'm not even checking the, the chat. Hold on. Okay, nothing's happening, so that's fine. All right. All right, another story from the Craigslist crypt is, uh, oh, this mom. And I knew automatically that it was like an older person because they asked for my kick. And I was like, this was in 2016. Like kick wasn't like, I don't remember when people were really using kick at all. I feel like it was at one point maybe kind of like on Snapchat level, like pre-Snapchat of popularity. But um, I, at least for my, my generation, that was like weird to be using Kick. <laughs> so I already knew like 30 or something. And she was, and she was a mom and she was a nurse and she ran a hookah lounge apparently also on the side. And she was recently divorced and I was her first, like, you know, fuck after her divorce. Um, and apparently she told me that I was also like the second person she had ever had sex with. And she also stated that I was a lot, I was like, like twice her husband's size and that I was huge. And I, you know, you can see my penis, like I'm not... I'm not packing like huge heat, you know, I'm not, I'm not slanging a huge dong. So I, I did kind of feel like, whoa, this guy really had a tiny penis, but he was married. It's kind of scary. The idea of marrying someone with a tiny peen. It's not the worst thing, but Hey, um, and she'd been dealing with that. There was a whole world of peen not she wasn't experiencing. Anyway, very, it was very flattering for me at the time because I was still very insecure about my, my tinnus um, and the whole Asian tinnus stereotype in college. There was a lot that I processed in college. It was a good time. Anyway, the point of the story is just the thing that stuck out is that 
as we were leaving, uh, she was sending me out at like five in the morning and it was like in the middle of winter. And I remember I put my coat on and I got my bag and she did this thing that really like triggered me. She just kind of did this, like, you know, the thing that moms do where they kind of like, even though your coat's already closed, they kind of just pull your collar a little bit tighter, you know, like I was already zipped up and had the buttons and everything, but she just kind of like tucked it up a little bit snugger and, uh, gave me a kiss on the cheek and it kind of felt like she was sending me off to school. Like I was about to go get on the bus uh, and she would hand me my lunch and I'd be off. And uh, you know, it kind of triggered some weird like maternal, like, hmm, huh, kind of like this. I need a mommy. Um, but yeah, all those unresolved mommy issues definitely came out during that, that fuck. And, uh, we didn't see each other again. The whole time she kept saying how uh, I was the same age as like her nephew or something like that. And uh, it didn't ruin it for me. I could just tell she was uh, uncomfortable, I guess. Um, but damn, she's out there. I still got her cake, but she doesn't respond. <laughs> All right, you guys want this shirt off? All two of you? I can get lube all over my, all over my mic and headphones. <sighs> okay. Um. <laughs> Jabari, sponsor me. You got great lube. It's all right. It could smell better, but. It's not that it smells bad, I just think it smells strange. But I guess most lube does. <sighs> um Craigslist sex. <laughs> that same year, that same horny year that I was living there, uh, in 2016, with my ad out, my landlord, who I'm still very good friends with now, I just, you know, I always knew him as my landlord first. But at that time, he was also living in the house that uh, I was, we were, you know, I was renting. And I was living with like three other like college dudes, like complete randos who I guess also responded to his uh, Craigslist ad. And uh, at that time he had a glory hole um, in the house. Uh, it wasn't like a permanent one, but he had a, and I never noticed this until like I think a month or two in of living there. Um, that in like the laundry room, which kind of separated the kitchen from like the backyard, there was a separate little like little mini hall, I guess. I don't know, like a closet. And uh, he had like this plywood door like cut out 
And then in the middle of the door or the, the piece of wood, there was like a hole with like duct tape kind of around it, kind of, I guess, to prevent splinters. Um, <laughs> and I didn't notice it for a while. And then I got close to my landlord. Uh, we became friends because he was cool, but he's an older dude. He was an older dude. And he's like artist, like super gay, uh, but super funny. And he told me about this glory hole. Uh, that he was running and he like put an ad out on Craigslist and um, and it made sense to me suddenly because when we when I first moved in he, he said one of the rules was uh, you know if <laughs> if he told me not to come through the back door through the back door of the house as in through the kitchen uh, that I would just go through the front and I said that's fine but he never specified why I didn't ask and then that was it that was the reason why it was because sometimes uh, that's when he would be running his glory hole. And so I could have, you know, incidentally have uh, walked in on some anonymous, like, dick-sucking, butt-fucking, whatever, you know, booty-hole-fingering, whatever he got into. Um, and I thought about it all the time because I was like, maybe I can, <laughs> maybe we can share the glory hole. Maybe I can also run my own personal glory hole. Um have him come to me instead of me driving, you know, an hour away to, to fuck a, a young hot couple. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But I, somehow that whole year, that whole school year I was living there and now I never got to see any hot glory hole action, unfortunately. I know that was a very inconclusive, very uneventful story, but it gave me ideas. It gave me lots of ideas. And even now I have ideas for a video, you know, just doing glory hole role play stuff. I used to be into that. I used to watch like glory hole videos all the time. Um, but I've never done anything even remotely. I think that, that fucking risky, you know, get your fucking dick cut off um, or bitten off, which it's quite a story, but would be very detrimental for my porn career and perhaps my nursing career as well. Um, <laughs> fuck, what was the point? Yeah, so if I go back to, if I go back to Pennsylvania, if I move back to, if I move back east, I'll probably be like detrimentally horny again. And you might get a whole different flavor of uh, porn that I put out, you know? It might really inspire me when I'm in that in that dark place. Here it's a little easier to just uh forget about that for a while. Just one long dream out here. Out in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I was using weird shit too that year i was using meet me i was using also i was downloading like i downloaded like probably the top 10 or top 15 like whatever dating apps were popping off at that time and one was like meet me and i remember like those people were in some really dark times like i think like i think of okay cupid now as like people like people you see at the bus stop like it's it's people you see riding public transportation is who you see on uh okay cupid um 
Tinder is all like the hot girls at like colleges, at least here in San Diego. It's pretty much just hot college girls and then like divorced moms. And then okay Cupid, divorced moms but like well off. And then and then and then OKC is uh is people who have to ride the bus. And San Diego is different than if if you live in like New York and you ride, you know, public trans. Like that's different. That's different. But I'm saying like here if you're rocking public trans cuz it sucks here. It sucks in all of California. Uh you're kind of I don't know. I'm I'm about to sound really like classist and whatever, but you know, a little bummy. You're looking a little bummy. And somehow they all seem to radiate towards OKC. They seem that that algorithm seems to cater to to them a little more, but um if only I were a little hornier, you know? If only I were a little hornier, I'd be I'd be fucking on OKC. I'd be having OKC girls in my my videos. <laughs> But Meet Me, my God, dude, Meet Me was another level of, like, that was, a, like, another rung below. That was, um, I met people who were, like, recovering, uh, in recovery. I met people in recovery on Meet Me, and, and we fucked. And I would meet them, like, they usually weren't, like, at bot, like, rock bottom. They would usually be, like, maybe, uh like a couple weeks sober. I meet like people like maybe a couple weeks, like months sober. Um, I really fucked up, but I guess I was in like a weird place too. And somehow I came out unscathed in terms of like, <laughs> I never caught shit. I don't know. I got lucky. I was fucking dumb. I was super fucking dumb. I was sober. I wasn't, I wasn't recovering. I wasn't dealing with like a drug problem. Uh, I, I was stone cold sober actually. Maybe that's why I was so miserable. Um, that was at a time when I like figured out that I can't like tolerate alcohol, um, at all. Uh, I have some weird, you know, like Asian, you know, Asian glow times 10. I just have, I lack the, the proper enzymes. And so like in college that was really isolating, which is really dumb, but you know, going to a college in the middle of like Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, of course, you know. Everyone fucking drinks. Uh, I don't know if you can hear Lux, but Lux is here. She just woke up from her nap. It's not good timing because I'm trying to come soon. And uh, I don't know X videos' policy on bestiality or Discord's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know Discord's policy on bestiality, but... I don't think it counts, but uh, on other platforms, I'm told any inclusion of any animal of any sort is uh, grounds for automatic expulsion, an auto ban of sorts. So, yeah, I can make, perhaps I'll edit that out. I don't know if even a meow is enough to, uh, to ban you. I made sure to include uh, Ariel pop Funko pop doll from the infamous tight house video that got me banned just as a gentle reminder of where I come from. <laughs> I will not be coming on her today, but cross my mind. Um, 
This is somehow harder than doing the DJ set for like 30 minutes. Then dancing around and pretending to DJ with my cock for 30 minutes. I'm finding this to be more challenging. Uh, so just some housekeeping. I uh, am working on some videos, I'm working on the room. Uh, the room parody called the coom i've been fucking working on it for like five six months and i keep putting it off like i recorded it i think in june i shaved my mustache for it i was really like dedicated to like the character trying to really get into it um and i had like hours of footage from that and i'm trimming it down to like half an hour and it's taking me like way too long um it's it depresses me but i think it'll be my my opus. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. And I have some stuff. I have, I have sex. I have sex recorded. I have sex recorded. I actually... I, I reconnected with an old... Uh, bling of mine. I guess someone I dated for a little while. Who's always been really cool and really funny. And... Uh, and I just kind of threw out the idea of us making a video together when we were hanging out and she was down. And so we recorded this video of us. Uh, well, you'll see it, but basically it's, it's, it's rodeo clown X cowboy themed. Um, and it's great. It's great. Cause I haven't, I haven't put out anything that's actually like involves another person uh, directly and a year, I think. <laughs> uh, and people are probably getting tired of just watching me jerk off uh, all the time. There's not, there's not much going on there. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and in terms of this show, who fucking cares? Uh, I'm probably just going to keep doing this just to like, have a, a regular like, thing to focus on to like, you know, build up a habit of just making one video a week, you know, until it, till something clicks. But, uh, this is fine. This is fine the way it is. And I'm doing this instead of going to therapy. So this should be fine. Just for me to, to, to talk into the, to the void, whatever's on my mind, stream of consciousness, and then come, uh, what could be better for your mental health? Right. Uh, so I will be doing this probably again next week. Um, and hopefully I'll game at 4 a.m. instead to accommodate the Filipino fan base. And uh, I will figure out if I want someone to jerk off with me or whatever. Maybe they can do jerk off instructions for me. Wants to be a part of that. Hit me up. Hit me up. Shoot me, shoot me, DM me, cyberbully me, whatever you want. Use me. Just fucking abuse me, dude. I don't care. I don't really care. <sighs> um, I think I'll just uh, try to come for the next five minutes and just let myself do that because... Otherwise, I'm just going to have to do this all over again. I'm going to shoot two episodes today.
All right, what should I think about? I'm going to think about Ken and his hot wife. I'm going to think about Ken and his hot wife. I'm going to think about the double hand job. Uh, next week, I think I'm going to also mic up my cock. That way you can hear the... Uh, I think you can hear it probably from here, but maybe all the noise cancellation, maybe not, but get all the wet noises up on there. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on X videos. I'm also on many vids on OnlyFans. Hit me up on Instagram for all the Rivera 2024 underscores between all the words and before and after. <laughs> Same thing on Snapchat for all the Rivera for all the dot Rivera. That's it. That's all the promo. Live show coming soon. Stand up in person. New York 2022. I'll be moving. But probably will give up and move back home with my parents in Pennsylvania. So stay tuned. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Oh my fucking god.
my fucking god. God damn. Oh fuck, I want to come so fucking bad. Oh my god. for too long. I can't even come. God, I'm gonna come. Ah, oh, oh my f fucking God. That was Geraldo's Edge Game, episode one. I will see you next week. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, bye.